0: Yo, we're here, we're early. What's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of Tariq Radio. I am your gracious host, Tariq Nasheed. Glad to have everybody tuning in. We're early today, doing our thing. We're very early, but listen, let everybody know that we're live right now. We're going to chop up some good game and get right into it. But what we're going to do now, let's get this commercial break out the way while everybody's piling in the room so you guys don't move a muscle because we will be right back right here on Tariq Radio. Listen up, Squares. You need to get the legendary book on game, The Art of Mackin, by author Tariq King Flex Nasheed. Available on Amazon right now. Can you dig it? This book has been a bestseller for 20 years, Jack. And the New York Times called it a classic. That means it's out of sight. So this book ain't for no lames who ain't trying to learn the game. Jive turkeys. So, if you're ready to stop slacking in your macking, get the Art of Macking book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble right now, sucker. Rated PG. That stands for plenty of game, Jar chumps
1: having computer problems is your pc or mac running slow need help building a gaming pc having problems with your apple or android device call or text fix too fast we can fix common and uncommon computer software issues remotely anywhere nationwide from the comfort of your home or business are you having hardware issues with your pc or mac ship it to us and we will ship it back fixed Call 1-877-412-9890 or text 513-440-1646 to speak to a technician. Please visit our website at wwwfix
0: Bro, stop playing and start spraying. Leave an op on the ground where you stand. At all costs, yeah, make sure you protected. Old Goon Juice, the formula been tested. You can defend yourself. If you find that you need a little help, gotta stay ready, ain't no love in the street. Pepper spray straight to the face, make them get weak. Get it at ogoonjuice.com. If they think you slipping, then tell them to come. Get them some. If you packing this, you won't be lacking. A shot to the eye in them problems you it. Maximum strip them haters on ground. So you can feel free when you wide in the town. Ogoon juice and don't forget a shirt, man. You got to stay ready. That evil on lurk. Yeah. OK. 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 okay.
1: You are now tuned into the legendary OG. OG. Uh-huh. Tariq Nasheed. I want to apologize to all uh, my friends. On t- 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 Tariq
0: Radio.
1: Radio. 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 Where is Tariq getting all this cash?
0: Monkey. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. And I am Tariq Nasheed. Glad to have everybody in here. We're here doing our thing. Glad to have. Y'all in here, ladies and gentlemen, on this lovely early morning. We're early today because I've been late all week. But I'm here. Excuse me. I am here with you guys, and we're gonna do our thing today, man. How am I sounding? Let me make sure all my my audio is good. Let me make sure everything is sounding crisp, ladies and gentlemen. Am I good? And by the way, the new deodorant that announcement is still coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Also. At the Hidden History Museum, we're going to have our comedy show, as we do, and we're going to have a rap contest before the comedy show. That's going to be here at the Hidden History Museum in Los Angeles. That's going to be Saturday, August 12th, and we're going to put up the link for Chris, that. Whoa, 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 Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be um, August 12th. We're going to put the link up for that in a few days, so people can get their tickets and they can register to get into the rap contest. We're going to have a regular rhyme contest up there. We're going to see how it goes. There's a lot of talented people out here. So we're going to see how that goes, ladies and gentlemen. So there's, um, I, I don't think we're going to be on too, too long today. We just got to hit these bullet points. There's a lot of stuff we got to talk about people. I see people want me to get on. Okay. Look, when we get to 2000 people. We're almost at we almost at 1500. Let's get to 2000 people, then I'll get on camera. How about that? All right. Let everybody know that we're live right now. Why don't you guys retweet the broadcast? People out here. So, we're going to uh, retweet the broadcast. Let everybody know that we're good. All right. Retweet this and once we hit 2000 people, I will hop on camera and really really chop it up. And by the way, guys, um, like I said, the, the new deodorant is coming out and we're going to have a, a little booklet that will be sold along with that describing certain historical relevant things to what we have. Also, the we, we have a children's young adult family book about hidden heroes that we're going to have at the museum and we're going to have it online. And this is going to be a hard copy book um, brought to you by the hidden history museum. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say just children's book because we're, we're making the book family um, oriented where everybody in the family will like the book. Cause sometimes when you say a children's book, a lot of young adults, they don't really want to pick it up. So the book is like a family book. Children will like it. Um, Young adults will like it. Even the um, elders and olders will like the book as well. So we're formatting it in a way that will be enjoyable for the whole family. So I'm, I'm very reluctant to say children's book, but it's a book for children. Yeah, you, you dig what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you say children's book, you think, you know, it's going to be something like Dr. Seuss and all of that stuff. And no, it's it's an advance. You, you, it's going to wake your kid up. This ain't one of them books where it's going to be like, well, Johnny had an apple. No, none of that shit. No, no. Harriet Tubman had a pistol. It's that type of <laughs> it's that type of book. For real. We got Harriet Tubman in it. You know, so it's, I'm just giving people fair warning. It's not going to be green eggs and ham. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to let people know up front that you're getting some some real history for the kids. And they need this. They really, really need this. All right, Look, we almost got 2,000. I'll hop on when we get 2,000 people. Y'all retweet this and um, let everybody know that we're here retweet it let everybody know that we're here um so I'll talk about jamie fox people keep saying jamie fox he is a clone i, I don't know why would they have a jamie fox clone you know uh, hopefully we have jamie fox out here getting better and moving around and doing his thing um so yeah, hopefully that's our brother and hopefully he's doing good. I don't know about no clone thing. I don't I don't know why would they clone Jamie Foxx? What would be the purpose of cloning Jamie Foxx? Sometimes people just say stuff and don't really put a real context to it. All right. Yes, what's up, Patricia? You said you're gonna request the book for libraries? Yeah. Yeah, this is a very good book, man. Good, nice illustrations we have in the book. It's like an A to Z type of book. We talk about historic figures it's, it's a real quick good concise read it's a good book man it's a good coffee table book to have yeah it's a great great book ladies and gentlemen so I, I can't wait for you guys to see it okay we got 2,000 people All right, well let me hop on camera then how about that we got 2,000 folks in here there I here I am boom got on my you know my professional player shirt you dig Early in the morning, are right, we in here? Let everybody else know we're in here because we're going to chop it up. But listen, this is what I want to talk about today. There's this whole thing where black men are just to blame for everything. We've been hearing this conversation about are things black men's fault? You know, we, we've heard some people say that if sisters act a certain way, that's the black men's fault. If a nigga in Chicago acts a certain way that I don't know, somehow that's me and other black men's fault. It's our fault. That some fool in Chicago somewhere is doing some grimy stuff. If a white cop shoots somebody, well, that's black men's fault for being so niggerish. You know, we 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 shouldn't promote niggerism. We promote it, and if we point out it's the it's the white corporate structure where we shouldn't give them the material to promote, it's still black men's fault. Everything is a black man's fault. Everything is the black man's fault. We're responsible for the behavior of other people, except us, you know, our own behavior. We're controlled, we're systematically powerless, but somehow we're just responsible for everything. Now we saw with the whole Kiki thing, going back to that, people talk about the ratchetness that certain sectors of our society has. And they say that's our fault. We're we're making them women ratchet. It's our fault that they're ratchet. It's our fault that they're walking around with the cheeks jiggling. Okay, when we say, hey, we don't want you to walk around with your cheeks out. Hey, why don't you cover your cheeks up and be a mother? Oh, don't you say that you're trying to control. That sounds like patriarchy. Oh, that sounds like patriarchy, patriarchy. So it's like a damn if you do, damn if you don't. All right. It's like a damned if you do, no matter what we do, if we say, put your clothes on, sis, we don't really want you to go out like that. How dare you try to control me? That was the whole conversation last week. Remember in the, the Negro sphere cycles, you can't control the black woman. You trying to dominate her. You trying to, you you sound like Mr. From the color purple. What kind of nigga are you? We got that kind of energy, right? You can't control this, system. Leave Kiki alone. Kiki Farmer and other black women can wear what they want to wear. They had all types of mainstream articles dumping on black men for saying, hey, hey, sister, put some clothes on. So it was all this stuff about dumping on black men. Shut up. If we make more money, you can't control us. It. it was that whole thing. So now, the very next week, there's a situation where there's there's this thing called buns and basketball. And and the the contradictions are, it's basically another version of I'm white and I say so from some of the mammy feminist or wannabe feminist. They get around zaddy and notice that these wannabe Negro mammy feminists or wannabe feminists, they start sounding like the white supremacists. The white supremacists get on the I'm white and I say so narrative and it contradicts itself whenever the wind blows. So a lot of these mammies wanna have the same mindset. If we say, hey, conduct yourself in a certain way and present yourself in a respectable manner, oh, shut up, uh, you, don't tell us what to do. But if we just, okay, go ahead and twerk and run with your butt cheeks. Oh, you're exploiting us. So now, last week it was like, we're trying to control. Now, this week, we're trying to exploit. So if a, a rap artist for example, puts a bunch of sisters in videos twerking, oh, you're exploiting them. Oh, the black woman is the mule of the Ohio. These are mammies, usually tether women, who don't give a damn about black women or black society. It's all to undermine and destable black society. So now they'll complain if there's women and their sisters in there twerking, they'll complain that sisters are in there twerking and being exploited by the evil black men. If these same black men get a bunch of Latina chicks in their videos, all the black woman is being ignored. All the sisters are being neglected. Then it's just like the white supremacists, man. It's literally damn if you do, damn if you don't. Just like when you get pulled over by a race soldier. If you sit there and don't say nothing, they say, "Hey, where were you going?" Well, I like to exercise my right, um, you know, to remain silent. Oh, you're not complying, pow, pow, pow. Oh, this nigga didn't comply. He didn't comply to a lawful order. I gave him an order, a lawful order. He didn't comply, so I had to shoot him. He didn't say anything, so I had to shoot him. Um, I feared for my life because of the negatry. Or if you say, hey man, you know, I'm I'm just going to work right now. Why are you pulling me over? Why are y'all pulling me over? Oh, this nigga's being hostile. Pow, pow, pow. He was being so hostile. I didn't know what to do. You know? So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So now this week, they had something. um, This sister has a league called Buns and Basketball where she gets a bunch of chunky sisters. Let's be real. (laughs) A lot of these are... Call it buns and basketball. I guess it's supposed to be like the the what's that? They got a white version, like the bikini league or somewhere. You get these women. What's what's it called, guys? Where it's a football league where women are wearing thongs and what, what what what's that called? What's that called, family? Somebody in the chat room, help me! And everybody retweet this and let people know that we're live right now retweet this and let everybody know that we're live what's that thing where the women are playing football and thongs and bikinis what's that called the lingerie league is that it lingerie football okay yeah so yeah they got white society they got lingerie football where they got these white women mostly white women they got some sisters in there too and they're running around in lingerie playing football. Okay, that's what it is. So now the, the sister created a black version of it where they got buns and basketball. So it's different, like the lingerie league, the women, you know, women are fairly in shape. <laughs> now the buns and basketball, they, they got a bunch of big old burly chicks with thongs on running up and down the court playing basketball. Now, let me, let me be real. This doesn't look too appealing to dudes because most of the women are chunky. All right? And I, I, I'm not trying to knock the hustle. I get what you're trying to do. But, yeah, brothers, to be honest, brothers ain't really trying to watch a bunch of chunky women run up and down a, a basketball court. To be honest. Brothers are not, you know, brothers are just not trying to watch a bunch of chunky women play basketball. You know, we're not going to stop watching LeBron James and those guys to go watch some chunky. No, no, we're not going to do that. So I don't even know who this Bunsen Basketball League is catering to. It might be some kind of racial humiliation fetish for white men because white men like to see stuff like that's what white men like to see the Lizzo's in a thong. That's something that white people like to see. So that might be some form of a racial humiliation fetish that this woman who created the league is kind of capitalizing off of. So the buns and basketball thing popped off and you had some of these Negro mammy pretend feminists blaming black men for it. Like right here, let me go down here. All right, and that's buns and basketball right there. All right, you got some women out there. they kind of chunky, got their asses out. All, you know, they kind of burly. So you have this woman here, Suzanne Berling. Black patriarchy, the comfort of black culture using black women for profit. Black culture assimilated to not standing up for and protecting women from systemic abuses. Man, this is abetted when black women do not claim their womanhood and insist on being classified as black and not woman. So she wants black women to look at themselves as a separate race. It's near impossible to declare a feminist position against violence and exploitation inside the race. This basketball league is an extension of hip hop culture and the result of black patriarchy. Selling their women out for profit and all industries. Now, yet again, black women exploited in yet another industry. It never ends. If this woman don't get the hell out of here, get the hell out of here. Now, listen. The woman who owns that league, it's a black woman who owns that league. All right? How are black men to blame for something like this? Black this sister here owns the league. She started the Buns and Baths. This is a, a sister. LaShawn Elliott. Alright? She got the trademark and everything. They got everything up here. It's a, a black woman who runs that. That's the same thing when people blame black men for stuff on BET. Man, have you been up to BET? Bunch of black women running black men and black women and white men running things up at BET and controlling the programming. Just like VH1, when they talk about the ratchetness and the the exploitive behavior of black women on the VH1 shows, that's Mona Scott and all those black women and white men run the show up there. Black men ain't running nothing up there, but black men are still to blame for this stuff. Let me tell y'all something. When y'all see people talking like that, I want y'all to understand All of that weird, blaming black men nonsense. That's kind of uh, a racial humiliation foreplay thing between Bedwinches and Zaddy. I'm I'm telling you, anytime you hear all of that weird ass, it's the black man's fault. It's the black man's fault. Coming from one of these weird mammies, almost 100% of the time, they got a Zaddy. All right. They got a Zaddy and they're performing for Zaddy. Now, some of these women will get into talking about racism and white supremacy, but that too is performative. Some of these fake feminists who are usually tethers, they'll talk about racism, but then they'll go lay right up with Zaddy. So the 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 outrage about the racism is more performative than anything. It's more of a foreplay thing. I want y'all to understand this. Now, going back to this Dr. Suzanne woman. Going back to her. Now, this woman here, Dr. Suzanne, this woman is a tether, all right? Let me give y'all something on her real quick, on this Dr. Suzanne woman. This woman, Dr. Suzanne, is Caribbean, come on Jamaica We have the best coffee in the world, blah 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 So this woman is Jamaican, she's Caribbean All right. She's the tether It never fails, when you hear all of that Weird ass, the black man, the black man I want y'all to understand These people are attacking foundational black Americans As a group, they don't like Foundational black American women either I want y'all to understand That part of the game They do not like foundational black American Women either they have a lot of vitriol towards them and she goes out of her way to big up her caribbean lineage by the way in some of her tweets hold on let me this right here hold on leave black or caribbean women alone stop dragging us around okay so she she, she brags about her caribbeanness and also she's talking about her zaddy when you're white democrat leaning husband is worried that his black wife might vote straight Republican ticket. So she has a zaddy. So all of this stuff is very performative. I want y'all to understand that part of the game. This blame black men nonsense. They get out here and they get out here performing. Don't be fooled by them talking about white people in a negative way and white supremacy in a negative way. When you see them septum rings, certain things you see, I'm telling you it's performative and it's a form of foreplay. It gets into some racial humiliation. Here's another woman right here. Let me give you an example of what I'm saying. This woman right here is supposed to be an activist. She gets online talking about white people and how white people are stinky and all of this stuff. Listen, listen to this here. Listen to this. All right. They'll go in. And we'll see a lot of this. You'll see a lot of these women kind of going in on white supremacy. But then when you start looking at their pages, they got a zaddy. Hold on.
1: Okay. This isn't, like, full shade towards you. I just see a lot of comments like this. And this was the most recent one, so I'm just responding to this one. When white people say shit like this, it isn't the serve they think it is. Like, you're a part of the problem. Fix your people, bro. Like, when white people are like, I'm white, and white people do suck. Yeah, You're probably a part of those said white people, so do something about it, the fuck? Also, I hate when white people try to validate me. Like, they're literally like, I'm white, but I agree. Bro, I don't know if you noticed, but I don't need validation from white people. Like, that's the last thing I need in my life. Like, I feel like white people always try, but they miss. Like, and I feel bad for y'all. Not that bad, though, because your ancestors suck and you're stinky and evil, but bad enough where I wanna call you out and tell you not to leave comments like this because it's crusty. Anyways, for all the bleach demons willing to learn, I see
0: you. You're not Okay, don't be fooled by that, family. Okay, don't be fooled by that. When y'all see or hear one of these little weird looking chicks, because you can look, you can kinda, when you see them septum rings, you can kinda tell there's a vibe in that, the way she, her vibe and her energy, you can kinda look. Don't be fooled by this. Don't be fooled by this. They'll sit up here and talk greasy about white people. They'll talk all types of crazy, but this is her right here too. This is her right here too. That's her on the beach with Zaddy, all right? That same woman, don't be fooled. They'll be booed right up with Zaddy talking about how black men ain't shit. Don't be fooled. Let me tell you what this is all about. That's like, um, it's, it's a fetish. And, and, hold on, before I get into that part, let me go even deeper. Y'all remember when these mammies, these tethers were on no um, um, Fresh and Fit the other day and they were all booed up, kissing on um, the white supremacist, Nick Fuentes. And you know, most of these women were tethers and people got their social media and they started to get called out. They were getting called out for being up there with... Um, Nick Fuentes kissing all on him. So now that they've been called out, well, these women have been going around splaining on social media. They've been splaining left and right. Oh, I didn't know his background. I just went up there. I didn't know uh, they. They've been splaining. They've been on a splaining um spree. The women who were sitting up there booed up twerking on Nick Fuentes. They've been going around splaining. Um, I'm, I ain't gonna play everybody but here's the, the, the latest one she's explaining uh, one of the, the Haitian one there was a few Haitian ones so she's explaining now and what I don't like how she try to act like she's the representative she represents black people all black people no 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 hold on now hold on this is the Haitian one she's explaining why she was up there twerking on and kissing on Nick Fuentes hold on hey, because that was my mistake too Because I, I wasn't thinking about If I post this The backlash that I was going to get um, I had a conversation with my brother Who definitely brought me down to size And made me understand that If I'm if I, I represent everybody because I represent all black people Because I'm a black woman I'm a No, 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 no You don't represent me Or foundational black Americans No, you don't
1: Black woman So I represent black people Everywhere the fuck I go
0: Maybe he was just nice. No, I represent black people everywhere the fuck I go and not understanding that I am the face. It doesn't matter if I want to be the face. I'm responsible. I have to be responsible. Um, No. So no, no, no. This is what I want y'all to understand. Because she said some. A lot of them, listen to what she said. I represent black people. He didn't say she represent Haitians because listen, listen, listen. I represent black people. When you do something disgusting and degenerate, I represent black people. Now, let me say this. If that woman got a scholarship or a PhD somewhere, I represent Haiti. You feel me? If that woman got admitted to Ivy League schools, it'll be like, I represent Haiti in the Caribbean. She would make it a point to say how she represents Haiti. They all do that. If they do something constructive, they represent Haiti. You do some degenerate shit. Well, I represent all black people. No, you don't. No, the hell you don't represent me. That's why we were calling y'all ass out. No, she's trying to get click in with us like, she, no, 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 ma'am. That's on Haiti. That's on you in Haiti. That's on the Haitians and the Caribbeans. Y'all got to eat that. Don't you put that on us. No, you don't represent us. Don't you do it. That's why we delineate. That's why we ain't letting people put us in the big black pot. No, we're foundational black Americans, ma'am. You don't represent anything about foundational black American culture. Nothing. You up there like a plantation mammy with a known white supremacist. Kissing on them. Y'all twerking on them. Y'all look stupid as hell. Y'all going to take that L. Y'all not going to put that on us. No the hell you're not. Yeah, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Nigga, Cheryl Lee Ralph has been in the industry since the 70s. The minute she starts winning all of these prestigious awards, she's Jamaican. I mean, Cheryl Lee Ralph, I've been watching her since I was a kid. She was in um 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 a piece of the action. She's she's been in movies since the 70s. They ain't never said nothing about that woman's Jamaican heritage. The minute she starts winning Emmys and all of these awards, oh it's Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica. No, when you do something positive, you don't represent blackness. You represent whatever island or whatever place that your family fled from. That's what you represent. But let me tell y'all something about these folks. With all of this, you know, they'll talk about the white supremacists. Oh, yeah, these stinky white people. Oh, you so stupid. White people are so stinky and stupid. And then be laying up with a zaddy. Let me tell y'all what that is that's humiliation foreplay that's a form of foreplay a lot of people get into race play y'all remember when Beyonce did the, did the Super Bowl and they had kind of a black militant theme and they had those dancers and those dancers were all on social media dressed like the Black Panthers putting up the black fist, Black Power and then when you start looking at their social media all of them Black Power dancers had zaddies they all had zaddies so a lot of people get into performative black powerism as a way to turn their zaddies on. I'm telling y'all family, this turns on the white men they have at home. This whole thing where they get into this I'm a I'm pretending to be this real militant black panther activist and I hate you white people. And then They go home playing the same role with Zaddy. It's a sexual thing. It's like foreplay. So Zaddy gets naked. How much do you hate me? I hate you so much, cracker. You want some cracker cock? Give me. It's like a humiliation. It's a fetish, dude. I'm telling you, it's like a fetish. Zaddy and them get off on this stuff. Like Zaddy is turned on that he's, Subduing this wild black militant It's a fetish man It's cosplaying That's all it is It's just like on the flip side You have certain pornography There's a white girl I think her name is Spring Thomas There's a white girl who does the opposite She does this racial humiliation porn Where she's yelling nigga 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 nigga, nigga where, where black men are banging her out so that's a fetish. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, give me some of that nigga dick. Yeah, this, this, she has her whole thing is this white girl yelling nigga, 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 and brothers banging her out. You, you dig? It's like a racial humiliation thing. It's all like a ghetto gaggers type of thing. And people get off on the dichotomy of it. This white girl yelling the N word, yelling the N word, And brother's banging her out to punish her. Her punishment is some black pole. That's going to punish her and get her right. It's a fetish. So just like with these mammies and bedwinches sitting up here pretending to be all militant, white daddy is going to use his little white weenie to subdue the wild black um, sapphire. It's a fetish. Yeah, that's how deep it is. It's deep, man. It's a fetish. It's race play. You talking all of this, yeah, the white man, white man, and then Zaddy's over there banging you out. And this is why these white dudes like them looking the way they look with the unkept look, no makeup, the septum ring, hair looking real funny style. You can tell, you can smell a bed from a mile away. Zaddy likes all that stuff. They like them looking wild and unkept. They no, don't don't think that it's a natural herbal tea vibe. No, most of them women are musty. They stinky, they don't put no no toenail polish on. They they look weird. The whole vibe is weird, and brothers ain't messing with them. But Zaddy likes that. Oh god, don't put in a weave. No, take that weave off. I don't care if you don't have any edges. I want to see it. Yeah, oh so hot. So yeah, all of that performative just like that that Dr. Suzanne lady, all of that, yeah, patriarchy, all oh, patriarchy, and you laying up with Zaddy. All of that talk is to pretend to be a militant so that it turns Zaddy on when he's laying up with you. It's like he's having sex with a wild beast, a wild, untamed beast that, that turns white dudes on. That's that's all that is. That's something that's a fetish for the for Zaddy. And they're always performing for Zaddy. Yeah. And you know who else do stuff like that too? A lot of moist dudes. Oh, let me get on y'all. A lot of moist dudes get into some of that performative stuff, too. There was a a a, a, a thing going around with this guy. This LGBT dude, brother. Let me let me let me show y'all the thing. Hold on. Let me show y'all the thing. So this dude went up here. He was in Detroit. And look at this. This is cap like a mug. Alright. So this dude here, he's like, I've been contemplating posting this because I hate to tear down a black business cap, but Detroit Cuts Barbershop refused to cut my hair because I'm gay okay so he was like I walked into the barbershop I had on a black black and red shirt and black and red pants and one of the barbers shouted out oh he got a fit on to which all the other barbers laughed at I walked up to each barber asking for a haircut each of them told me no Meanwhile, there were only two or three people in the shop with five or six barbers. There's no reason why I shouldn't have been able to get my hair cut other than the obvious. If you're gay or an ally, do not spend another gay dollar on this business. What the hell is a gay dollar? Barber shops are known for being homophobic and unsafe spaces for gay people. Stop. I grew my grandfather owned one higher. Well, this was the first time I was refused service because of my sexuality. And I never forget the feeling. Luckily one barber named Mario was real enough to give me a haircut and apologize for his co-workers' Bigotry shout out to you. So he did get a haircut drug dealers to the front. Okay. Stop, stop it. And then there's another dude kind of co-signing. Yeah. Um, going to a black barbershop as a gay man. It's all about survival. How can I get into this barbershop and get out alive? I watch my walk. They wanna know how the girls are treating me. They treat me well, nothing too short or too tight. I hate how dangerous black men are. And this is a black man saying this, okay. These niggas is all cap. Gay month, look. A lot of these dudes want to be Karen so bad. They want to be Karens so damn bad it's ridiculous. Let me say this. Half my family's in Detroit. I don't believe that at all. That somebody refused to cut his hair because he's gay. Look, the brothers in the D, they ain't about to turn down no easy money. If you're running a business, you ain't about to turn down no easy money for nothing. That's a lie. I don't believe that. I don't believe that whatsoever. This dude tried to do a walk-in. Most barbershops now, you can't really walk into barbershops. You got to make appointments. Most barbershops now, you walk into a barbershop, man, you either going to wait hella long or they're going to turn you away because most barbershops now are appointment only because the barbers- barbershops are busy now. Out here, I can't, you can't walk into a barbershop out here in L.A., nigga. You just you just have to make an appointment. Yeah. So he tried to do a walk-in and folks just weren't available to cut his hair. Then he's talking about his outfit. I came in there with a red. I, okay, so he came in there and somebody, they probably snapped on his outfit, which what happens in barbershops, people get snapped on. People get roasted. You walked in a barbershop and what happens in barbershops, you get, somebody might lightweight roast you. Have the, You walk in that barbershop funny style, you're gonna get roasted. People roast you in barbershops. So this dude, you know know what I despise? I despise the three types of people who are always trying to sabotage a black business because you got all of these people. There's three types of people who are always trying to sabotage black businesses. These people who want to get in good with Zaddy. It's Mammies, Bedwinches, Mammies, and Hood Rats. I, I lump them all as one. Bed, mammies, and hood rats. Hood rats are always trying to sabotage some black business, especially if a black business is run by a black man. All right? The tethers are always trying to sabotage black-owned businesses that are foundational black American-owned. Tethers are always trying to do that. They're very good at trying to sabotage black businesses because that's the shit they would do back in their homelands. And then the intersectional sexual people, people who are sexually intersectional. They try to sabotage black businesses all the time. Now, why is that? Because remember, going back to how, notice the hood rats go up into black owned businesses twerking. Remember down in Texas, the the owners of these black businesses have to go and tell these mammies, hey, don't, y'all can't be twerking in here, man. Y'all standing up on my glass. Y'all about to break my glass. Y'all, yeah, how about y'all sit down? Oh, shut your ass up. We can twerk. Why you gonna play music if you don't want us twerking? Hell no, I'm about to give you a bad Yelp review. This nigga won't let us twerk. You see, I despise niggas like that who try to sabotage black business. Because you don't go in white businesses doing that. Because white businesses will call the cops on your ass and they'll come billy club you to death. Try to act a fool in some of their businesses. Turkey leg cut. Those poor people... Our brothers and sisters running the turkey leg cut. A great business. They're successful. Y'all coming down there in booty shorts and thongs. They have to put up a sign. Hey, man, please dress appropriate. Then some mammy go in there and take all her clothes off, walking in there, trying to just um, degrade the place with her filth. I hate Negroes who try to sabotage black businesses and they go out of their way to do it. So now this dude is out here trying to sabotage a black business for absolutely nothing. Going in there trying to be a Karen because a lot of these dudes, let's be real, they look at themselves as wanna be white women. A lot of these moist dudes, not all, but a lot of these dudes, because they wanna have sexual access to zaddy, they love sexual access to a white man. So who else has sexual access to white people? White women, white men. The white woman has more sexual access to a, a white man than anybody, so they try to emulate a lot of the sensibilities of a white woman. Just like what's that dude that that um, that gay comedian guy? He's kind of a comic. Um, Suzanne the the scammer. I forgot. I think that's his name. He 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 does these skits. He used to do these skits. Joanne the scammer. Yeah, that guy. He calls himself the black man. Uh, Porter, I don't know, he he looks kind of Hispanic, I don't know what he is, but he puts on a blonde wig and he does the whole Joanne the Scammer skit, which are funny, but notice he always says, get out of my Caucasian house, his whole thing is he's acting like a white woman to a certain degree, yeah, so a lot of these dudes are bedbugs, a lot of these dudes, they want, yeah, Joanne the Scammer, a lot of these dudes, they, they see themselves, they they, they want to be white women. So in order to act like a white woman, because you don't get the benefits or the privileges of a white woman out here, no matter how hard you switch in, no matter how, how many blonde wigs you put on. So what you can do is attack black men, other black men, and act like there's some kind of toxic masculinity as, as if they're going to attack you like white women do. You think like Billy Porter? They always going out attacking black men, trying to sound like a white woman. Yeah, and and Billy Porter's daddy is divorcing him. Yeah, Don Lemonade would try to do that, and then white daddy and them turned on him. Then he wants to black it up some. No, yeah, the Don Lemonades. All these dudes like laying up with white men. So when they come around us, it gets performative. And they want to sit up here and act like, oh God, they they wanted me, they wanted to beat me. These black men, my, I, my, they wanted to harm my white woman spirit. They, I have the spirit of a white woman. They wanted to harm me as a as an undercover white woman. I'm really a white woman. I'm really a Karen. No. So this dude goes into this barbershop. What you know? What it sounds like talking about they were snapping on his outfit. Sound like that nigga went in there trying to catch. Sound like he went in that barber shop in like uh, some booty shorts. He went in there trying to catch. Uh, he went in there trying to catch. <laughs> and folks laughed at his outfit. And then, Oh my God, this is a discrimination. And, and brothers weren't paying attention to his ass. You think? That's what happened. He went in there thinking he was going to try to catch something. Try to catch him a, a little play thing. He, and niggas roasted him up and then ignored him and said, I hey, was just sit down. If we get an availability, we'll holler at you. Oh my God, my gay dollars. <laughs> Where am ga- I? I'm going to take my gay dollars. My gay dollars. What the fuck is gay dollars? I'm going to take my gay dollar somewhere else. Who's on the money? RuPaul? What's a gay dollar? I'm going to take my gay dollars somewhere. <laughs> sit down. Niggas. Just sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> He's in there trying to show out, trying to catch. And niggas were ignoring him up there. Nobody's not cut his hair. Niggas in Detroit don't give a shit about that. They got a gay community niggas in Detroit see gay folks all the time ain't nobody tripping on nobody's sexuality they gonna get the brothers in the D gonna get some money they ain't turning down a dollar just sit down and just wait we got other hair to cut nigga. you do you're a walk in sit down we will just get you in a minute or I'm booked I, I can't get you I'm booked for the day uh uh-uh. uh it's my outfit that's what y'all tripping on hell no uh uh-uh. uh you don't want to cut my hair cause I got on a, a romper you see this? You see all this ass? You, you 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 sure didn't want to cut my hair? He went in there trying to catch niggas. That's what his ass, he was in there trying to catch and got rejected. And now he's sitting up here trying to sabotage the damn business. Fuck out of here. Wasn't nobody trying to turn down no money and your gay dollars. Because stop it, niggas. And the other dude, oh, when I go to a a black barbershop, oh, if I, I want to make it out alive, y'all so freaking extra. Y'all want to be white women so bad. Nobody's doing nothing to you in no damn black barbershop. Am I gonna make it out alive, nigga? Stop. Are uh, y'all uh uh-uh. uh uh? If these niggas don't rape me, uh uh uh-uh. uh. Hello uh uh-uh, let me call my friend, Twan. I'm in danger, girl. These niggas finna do something to me. <laughs> if something happened to me, call my mama them. Niggas, shut up. Y'all fantasize. That's a fantasy. Am I gonna make it out a lot? Y'all so extra. Y'all wanna be Karen so damn bad, man. Niggas wanna be Karen so bad. Them brothers aren't thinking about you. They're trying to get some money, man. They're trying to get that paper. Them brothers are trying to work and get that money and go home, man. Stop it. And, and if I go to a black barbershop, will I make it out alive, nigga? I don't. Y'all minimize. If you want your movement to to really be taken seriously, don't do that type of shit. Hello? I'm here to get a haircut. Now this ain't no Bobby shop where niggas be getting raped, is it? Yeah, this ain't no rapey barbershop. Am I gonna be okay? You know, somebody, I know when we had an event at the museum, there was a dude um, in the, so I think somebody called up. We had some event at the museum. And uh, if y'all remember, Somebody called in like, yeah, hey, Tariq, you know, I'm LGBT. I want to come to the, you know, is it safe for me to come to the museum to y'all event? Yeah, what the fuck you mean? Is it safe? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm just saying because sometimes people be like, tripping. Okay, you know what that means? What, what niggas mean, they want to go in there and you think that there's supposed to be some guaranteed bussy waiting on you. I don't, I can't guarantee that. No, when, when, when niggas start be talking about is it safe? No nigga, that means you you want us to secure some pussy for you. We no. Yeah, you can come and have a good time, but yeah, I can't, we're not gonna just guarantee that somebody gonna get with your ass. Cause that's what they mean. They want to know if the, if you know they go in there and try to catch, will people trip? You you dig? They wanna they wanna go to these places and try to catch and push up on niggas. And then try to shame folks into going along with it. Yeah, they—they want—that's what it is. They want to shame niggas into going along with them trying to catch. Yeah. Um. Ain't nobody talking to me. This this place practice discrimination. No, nigga, people are just doing their own thing. Nobody's discriminating. I'm not gonna guarantee you no bussy, nigga. Yeah, it's bussy hunting. Yeah. And what they want, they want to get some. Some some guaranteed bussy And we, we don't provide that man Go somewhere else if you want that Now you want to come and enjoy and have drinks And have a good time Now if you want somebody to hook up with I We can't promise you that Now you, you have to do you Uh uh-uh, uh I went uh-uh, I went to your place and Wasn't nobody trying to talk to me <laughs> No nigga now, I ain't, we ain't obligated to do that. And that barbershop wasn't obligated to sit here and compliment you on your, whatever bullshit outfit you had on. That nigga went in there with some weird outfit in the middle of the day and, and niggas laughed and clowned him. He got roasted real fast and told to sit down and got his feelings hurt. I, I'm just dying to know what kind of outfit that nigga went in, in that barbershop with. I'm dying to know what he went in there with. That nigga went in there with the same dress Kiki Parma had on at the Usher concert. He went in there with that dress. That nigga went in there with a see-through dress with a thong on. Um, excuse me. Anybody know how to do a fade? <laughs> they were like, nigga, what do you have on? Oh, oh, <laughs> what kind of shit is this? Oh, uh, being crumped? My civil rights is being violated. <laughs> That nigga called Ben Crump. <laughs> uh, stop it, nigga. Ain't nobody guaranteed or obligated to get down with you, my G. Stop it, man. This all cap. <laughs> That's all damn cap, man. Uh, gaslighting like a mug Y'all not gonna sit here I, I despise people who try to denigrate Black businesses for some bullshit Dude, I despise that I really despise that, man That's not cool at all That is not cool But anyway, man, let me get up out of here, man I got stuff to do today, man Listen, um, go get my book Foundation of Black American Race Beta. Get a signed version of it Get a signed copy of it At um officialfba.com And also, family, get your flags your fba flags official fba.com ladies and gentlemen get the movie american maroon at american-maroon.com american-maroon.com and get all the hidden colors films at HiddenColorsFilm.com. um the deodorant is coming um the family book is coming the family illustration book talking about hidden heroes that's coming in a few weeks Um, um, We we got so many great things coming. Um, The museum, we're we're having a rap contest at the Hidden History Museum, August, Saturday, August 12th. So you guys get ready for that. Um, That's going to be phenomenal, ladies and gentlemen. Um, You're going to be able to get your tickets at HiddenHistoryMuseum.com in a couple of days. HiddenHistoryMuseum.com, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, man, y'all have a great Weekend share this broadcast with everybody. Um, Kute and Lola Vuve to the family. Peace.